Hey friends, welcome back to Get Real. I know it's been quite some time since I uploaded an episode on this podcast. However, um, there's a reason why that this podcast is called Get Real. It's called Get Real for a reason because the whole purpose is to just be fully transparent, fully honest, and just real and authentic and genuine. And I don't want to stray away from that, you know, type of vibe I guess you could say or environment on this podcast that's the whole reason why I started it and recently it's been a lot of you know finding my journey with God and you know just getting closer to God in general building my relationship with him you know kind of navigating that but there's been a lot of things in my life recently that I feel need to be discussed because this podcast isn't just about spirituality or religion or your relationship with God or whatever it may be. I mean, I first started off this podcast talking about something that had nothing to do with God. And obviously in my perspective, I'm going to relate my relationship with God to things I always talk about, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's that way for you. And if you're a listener who is not a believer in Jesus, who doesn't consider themselves a Christian, maybe you're an atheist, um, maybe you 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 follow a different religion, you believe in another God, totally respect that. And this is not a place to bash anyone, right? Everyone and anyone is welcome. And I'm just speaking from my heart, no matter what. And I felt like this episode needed to be recorded because I took a long break and there is a reason why I took this long break um, from uploading, you know, episodes or, you know, changing topics that I wanted to talk about because I wanted to get in this groove of trusting God. And then I had other ideas of, you know, adding guest speakers on here, whether that was best friends, you know, coworkers, coaches, um, psychologists, you know, counselors, pastors, whatever it may be. And all of it, great ideas, and I definitely want to talk about them in the future. But now that it's been two and a half minutes almost of me just talking about this, it's about time we get into the topic that I want to discuss today, which is how do you get out of a rut? Okay, and I'm going to be totally honest with everybody listening right now. The last couple of weeks, I would say, I may even say like month, honestly, I feel... I have kind of just been in this weird rut of mindset, motivation, um, resiliency, perseverance, and I mean, just a lot of things. And a lot of it has to do with or in relation to careers. Um, yes, my faith, of course, is in there. And, um, you know, health. So those three things, career, faith, and health, those are a lot of the things that I have been, you know, really in a rut with lately. I feel like relationships for me have been okay, and I'm going to get a little bit into that further down the road, but let's first talk about, you know, why I feel in a rut with my career. And for those of you who have been following along, you know, pretty consistently, you know that I used to be a full-time PE teacher for two years at, right out of college. I taught full-time and I coached part-time outside, you know, of teaching as a swim coach. And I still coach as a swim coach part-time. And so basically I was spending 12 or so hours a day with kids all day. So that's a lot of time just being on you know, trying to be at my best, trying to hold it together and not really having a ton of time for my loved ones, not having a ton of time for myself. 
And I ended up leaving that job. I resigned from that full-time position as a teacher this past summer in 2023. And now it's, you know, beginning of 2024. And after taking these past few months of just working part-time coaching and doing what I need to do, nannying, whatever it was, to, you know, make ends meet, I have been trying to figure out if if teaching is truly what I desire. And I feel personally that, yes, I need to go back to teaching. I love teaching kids. It's, it's definitely my jam. Like, that is my comfort zone. Like, I don't know what it is about working with adults all day, but working with kids, it's a little different. And if you're someone who enjoys working with kids, you understand that, like, there's a difference between you know, working with kids and working with adults. So I just feel that I want to go back to teaching. That's just my decision, right? But even though I know already what I want to do, I know I want to pursue education again, I still feel this weird energy, this weird feeling, and I feel like I'm in like this weird mood or mindset where I just feel stuck, even though I know I want to do it. I feel stuck in this lack of passion or desire to to do it right now. Um, so I recently decided to go back into teaching before, you know, the next school year by, you know, um, subbing. Okay. And so subbing is so important for a lot of schools because there's a lack of it. They are a lot of school districts are really struggling to find substitute teachers to cover for their you know full-time teachers. And so I have no problem, obviously, subbing for different districts. And again, it gives me this kind of like in to go back into teaching without the full-time commitment yet and just trying to like feel out different districts, trying to feel out what grade level I want, if I want to do PE or health or maybe do just a classroom, whatever it is. And I don't know, like the past, I would say few months, I would say probably two to three months, I've known that I've wanted to go back to teaching, but I've really struggled to to be passionate about it, you know? And as much as I do love it, it's like I go to work and it just feels like the same day in and day out. Even though I'm subbing in different classes or different age groups or different schools, whatever it may be, I have this weird feeling in the back of my head is like, is this all life is? Of like, we just work for the rest of our lives to trade our time for money and we get a minimal time off and then we don't get paid a lot and that's just all it is. We just give the money to the government. We give the money to you know, our housing, our living expenses, and truly always stressing about are we going to make ends meet or whatever it is. And, you know, if an emergency happens, do I have enough money in my savings account or whatever? And am I investing enough? Am I, am I, you know, just doing this well? And a lot of it has to do with finances. But I definitely think that the career part I know I love, but it's just, I don't know what it, like, if anyone understands what I'm going through, please let me know because... <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this weird lack of motivation that I, I, I'm struggling with. And then with that in mind, like struggling with my career and, and feeling motivated to do it every single day and pursuing that, there's also this, you know, rut feeling that I'm in in my faith. So the last few months, since like October, I would say I was pretty on fire for Jesus. I was pretty consistent with my devotionals, with prayer, all the things. 
And, um, and that was all genuine and it still is genuine. I still desire to, you know, continue pursuing and growing in my relationship with God. That's something I still desire. But I think the last couple of weeks or so, or maybe month or so, I feel like I've lacked in consistency with my devotionals and my prayers. And I remember before the new year, um, I was pretty consistent with praying throughout the day, morning and night. I was doing my devotionals morning and night. But then I also found myself starting to pray, you know, throughout my day before I would do something or as I was doing something. I would get in my car and before I would start driving to work or driving to swim meet or driving to the grocery store, whatever it was, I would pray. I'd be like, God, please protect me. Thank you for allowing me to have this, you know, vehicle to be able to transport myself and to travel to the places I need to go. And I ask for your protection as I'm traveling. And same for the families that are going to the same places as I am. And yada, 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 right? And I was doing that pretty well. And it was just genuine from the art because I would, it would, it would just think of it. But then recently, I feel like I've gotten in the rut of like, I fell off that routine. And then I started feeling less motivated or feeling less of that fire to do those things and it wouldn't come as naturally anymore I have to really think about it now again and I started getting into the the mode of like I can't feel God I don't feel the Holy Spirit like I did the last few months like since October I I felt so on fire for Jesus I felt like I really need to get that message out there God changed my life he changed my heart and changed my mind and then a couple weeks ago, I just fell, or maybe even a little bit longer than that, I just kind of fell off. And I didn't really understand why, but I just feel like I'm in a rut in that in that area of my life. So now we talk about career and my faith and just feeling stuck, right? And it's like, I want to continue building and, and you know, um, growing in those areas. But then there's also, you know, the third thing that I wanted to talk about feeling in a rut or lacking motivation or consistency in your health. And um, I think ever since I was teaching, I already knew that I was struggling with my health, whether that was mental health or physical health. And you know what? Everyone goes through this. It doesn't matter if you're like this major fitness guru, famous trainer for celebrities, whatever it is. Everybody goes through times because none of us are perfect and especially with health, mental health or physical and spiritual like I talked about and all the different things. But I think for health wise, it's more physical um, that I've been struggling with. And I guess this whole conversation is definitely a mental struggle as well. But like this specific topic is like I've been feeling in a rut in my physical health because when I was in college and from when I was a kid throughout college, I was pretty consistent in exercising. I was a competitive athlete. I did basketball, volleyball, tumbling, gymnastics, tennis, you name it. I was trying to do all these different sports and swimming. And like, I was the athlete in my family. Like I loved athletics and I loved being active. And I, I, I owe a lot of that to my parents because they were both athletic people as young adults. And I, I just loved sports. That's just who I was. I was an athlete. And from the time I was like in elementary school, all throughout college, I was a competitive swimmer. And that was the main sport that I chose to focus on because I loved it. I've always loved being in the water since I was like a toddler, a baby. Like my parents told me I loved the water. I never wanted to get out. I always wanted to go to the beach, to the pool. And I, that was my favorite way to be active. And then I started getting really into lifting and then running and like just overall fitness 
And in high school is when I started getting into watching my diet, but I did it in a very unhealthy way. And I remember getting so obsessed with my body image. Of course, when you're a young teenager, right? Like you have these standards that society's put on you and you want to look like every other girl, even though you don't. And like, you want this specific body type. You want guys to look at you. You want to feel adored. You want to feel beautiful. And I started to work out three times a day in, in high school, but I was not eating nearly enough to replenish what I was doing. And on top of that, I wasn't always getting the best sleep because I was always doing homework. I was working part-time, you know, throughout the year and it was just too much and trying to get good grades, all the things. And so I did lose a lot of weight, but in the worst way possible. And then when I got to college, I was, you know, not as obsessed with my, my body image as I was, but I still was in a way. And I loved swimming, but then there were circumstances that got me to feel so burnt out that I did not perform all four years of college the way I wanted to in my athletic career. And even though I was a commit to the university I went to, I already had a full scholarship to my university, so I couldn't add any more money onto that with swimming. So even though I was technically a commit to my college, I wasn't on scholarship officially because I already had maxed out my scholarship in my tuition. Does that make sense? So it's like, if I didn't max out my tuition, I definitely would have gotten a big chunk for swimming. And I think that also played a part in my in my performance in swimming because I didn't really have that pressure to perform as much because I didn't have owe the swim team money or I didn't owe the swim team anything because I didn't have that money on my back that I had to worry about. So I just did it, you know, because I purely loved it. But then other circumstances again, like I felt burnt out, things happen, there's drama like every other team that there is. Like there's always gonna be drama or things that you don't like. And that definitely affected my performing. And, uh, so I did college throughout my, uh, I did swimming throughout my entire college career. I was basically just living off of cafeteria food and, you know, the college diet, right? Like most people when they're not an athlete or sometimes they are, but like you get the freshman 15, right? I never did the freshman 15. I gained a little bit of weight before going into college because I started getting back on track with a healthy diet and, you know, making sure it wasn't lacking in calorie intake or macronutrients micros all the things I was not exercising as much because I was overdoing it. I was overtraining actually which is just as bad and hurtful as undertraining can be um and also overtraining can cause a lot of injuries so it's like I I started to hold or fall back on that the summer before I left for college and so when I got to college I was training twice a day you know, lifting, running, swimming. I wasn't as focused on my diet, but I still was still counting my calories and watching what I was eating a little bit. And then as the years went on, I wasn't as obsessed with it. And I, so I gained weight over time. And then post-college, I was a PE teacher full-time and a swim coach. So like I was always on my feet all day. I was, I'm in a, the two types of careers that require you to be super active. And on top of that, I was still working out. So like I was still in a pretty good shape. Once I quit teaching... Um, things changed for me and I fell off in my commitment to fitness and health overall physically. And then that in turn affected me mentally. So as I'm struggling 
with motivation and consistency in my dieting or proper eating, whether that's making sure I'm not overeating or undereating, making sure I'm eating good types of foods, whole foods, not just junk food. Um, I started to just really fall off. And at one point, because I was getting into this weird rut after I quit my full-time job, which was last year, and after a very, very crucial turning point in my life happened where I became really depressed and lost and almost homeless. If you've listened to my last podcast, you know that I faced potential homelessness and that was also very scary. And a lot of things happened personally outside of my career. And the things that happened outside of my career, the things that that happened um, with my faith, the things that happened with my personal life, like all affected my physical and mental health. And so I feel like the last few months since then like it was around October when I reconnected my relationship with Jesus I got really good about being motivated to work out to eat well to watch what I was eating to make sure I was eating right to get enough sleep and most of 2023 I was not doing that I was overeating I was eating out all the time I gained a lot of weight and I didn't really work out as much anymore I struggled finding motivation to go to the gym and do the things I needed to do and it was just bad. <laughs> and that was the first time in my entire life that I didn't really work out like almost ever. It was like weird. Like I would go to work and then I'd come home and I did not care. I just watched TV all day, binge it. And I, I knew I wanted to go to the gym. I knew I wanted to work out because I was feeling self-conscious about my body and the fact that I've always been athletic. So it was weird that I gave up on it, but I couldn't get out of it. And I think when I rekindled my relationship with God a little bit, um, I started to be really consistent with it. And then recently, in the last few weeks, I would say only like a couple weeks or one week, like I've been falling back again in that. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that when you are alone all the time, like, how do I explain this? Hold on. When you're alone, and I don't mean that like, not necessarily like you're alone as like you live alone or you don't have a relationship or whatever, which that could be, you know, the situation for you. But I think for me, I feel alone because unlike a lot of the people that I work with, a lot of my best friends, if not all of them, live far away from me the people I care about most. All my best friends live either out of the state or out of the country, except for maybe like one or two. Um, And the others that do still live here in the States, they work a lot um, or they're in school. So it's like, I don't really get to see my friends. So I have a lot of long distance friendships and I do a lot of long distance communication through FaceTime calls and planning to see each other. Like it's not easy because when you have all the people you care about most far away from you and you can't just drive up to their apartment or their house or wherever they are and be like, hey, want to hang out? Like, no, like you have to really plan well in advance and you have to figure out how to continue communication outside of texting because you want you you believe that this person is so important to you and you you know that they care about you just as much as you care about them. So you put in that effort, right? And so when you are alone, right, where you live and you can't just go and see your best friend, you know, a drive away, you can't just call up whenever you want, you know, and money is also a factor. 
I think that plays a part in lack of motivation and feeling like you're in a rut because even though I know all these things are good for me, my career is something I love. I love Jesus and I know I want to pursue and keep growing in my relationship with God. I love fitness and wellness and health just in general, physically and mentally, because that's something I've done my entire life and I've worked towards that and I've, I have a career in that. Um, and for some reason, I think because of my relationships, it's weirdly affected all of those things. And I've come to realize that a lot of the reasons why I'm in these ruts or whatever I was saying in the beginning feeling stuck or whatever, feeling unmotivated, feeling um, just this weird mind and being in this weird mindset of like, I know I want to do it, but I just can't do it. I think a lot of it has to do with my relationships because when you get into your comfort zone, let's say, of you get in the routine of your, your, your job, your schedule for that, you get into a routine of how you come home you get ready for bed, you cook whatever it is, you watch TV or whatever, and then you do it all over again the next day, right? You, you get up, get ready for work or whatever, and yada, yada, yada. It just feels like this endless cycle. And it feels like, you know, you're just on this episode on TV, just on repeat, and it's the same episode every day. And I don't want to live my life like that. And I think because of the fact that I don't have people to help hold me accountable in person or someone I just can't go and drive to see when I'm struggling and really having to plan things and can't just like be spontaneous and call them up and be like, hey, I'm really, I'm really not feeling this. But also remembering that other people have their lives, right? And you don't want to be a burden. It's like this weird thing of like, you feel these things, you know it, but you don't know what to do about it. How do you get out of this rut? A lot of it has to do with relationships, like I said, because, sorry, my ADHD is a little bad right now, so that's probably why I'm bouncing around, but when your relationships are, you know, the sole focus of your life at this time, you start to lack in other areas, right? Because you're putting all your thoughts and your, all your energy and all your, your effort into these things rather than spreading it all out, which is something... I tend to do and that may be very toxic of me it's very self-sabotaging in a way and I do know I struggle with self-sabotaging and I've been reading um the book called the mountain is you you if you have read the book it's a very popular book you know that that book's about self-sabotage and how overcome it but I self-sabotage a lot by putting all of my energy and efforts and and attention into one area of my life and then I end up lacking in the others right because Throughout my entire life, I spread myself too thin by doing too much and putting too much energy in every little thing that I was doing. And once I stopped a lot of those things and pushed it aside or just was like done with it, I have a hard time now coming back to spreading everything out evenly in a healthy way. And so with my relationships, I pour so much of my energy and efforts into my friendships, whatever it is, um, because I want them to be good. I want them to be successful. Those are the most, if anything, they're the second most important things in my life, you know, right after God. But again, like I said, when I put so much focus into one area, I start to lack in, you know, 
caring about my career just as much or caring about my faith just as much or caring about my physical health just as much because because of the fact that I have long distance relationships with people I have to take time out of my day to sit down and call it's not like like I said it's not like I can be with my friend and just hit the gym real quick and that's like of course a huge thing for me because it's like I get to one hit the gym and take care of my physical health but I get to spend quality time with my close friend right and I can't do that anymore like I did in college or high school or whatever because everyone's far away. So it's like either I prioritize my relationships with those people or I prioritize my health, right? How do I balance those? But the thing is, if you truly care about something just enough, instead of self-sabotaging by pouring all eggs into one basket, all your eggs into one basket, and then totally neglecting everything else in your life, you have to be disciplined. And I know that this is something that I've talked a lot about with friends or family or whatever. And I talk a lot about this with my athletes as a coach. You have to be disciplined. Screw motivation. Motivation is so inconsistent. It comes and goes as it, want it, as it wants in waves. And like you want it, but you're not going to always get it, right? Discipline is so crucial to every area of your life because it's like if you have discipline that means that you do the things you gotta do no matter how you're feeling because motivation is a feeling right but discipline is just building these habits and just being like I'm gonna do this stuff anyways I'm gonna prioritize this stuff anyways even though I don't really necessarily feel the greatest about it right now so for example right if, you know, I'm struggling with my, you know, I guess physical health, for example, how do I get out of the rut? Do I just go all in hardcore at the beginning and like go back to the way I was training as a college athlete after not doing it for a few months? No, heck no, right? You got to be doing these types of things progressively. And I guess some way that you could do it is start small but acting now anyways and sticking to that small thing over time, building that habit, staying disciplined with it, and then adding more to that if you can, if you feel like you can, um, based on your circumstances or your schedule or whatever. And I guess i give you an example. So let's say I obviously was a college athlete. I was working out twice a day, sometimes three times a day, and I had the same schedule all the time. And I had coaches writing workouts for me and I would just go into practice and freaking do the workout and then I'd be done and just leave. Like, no, like as an, as an adult now, I have to have the responsibility to create my own workouts or to spend money to hire a trainer, right? I decide to create my own workouts or I just use apps to help me with it, okay? And as someone who has a degree in exercise science or whatever, like I already know how to do these things without any help so it like comes naturally to me some other people are not you know as blessed as that so it's like they have to ask someone for help okay totally fine but instead of going all out and hardcore by going back to the training I was doing I could just start with walking on the treadmill 30 minutes a day at a certain time every single day no matter what the circumstances are and making them non-negotiable and staying disciplined to that for two to three months, let's say. I build that habit for two to three months. All right, I know I can do this thing. I love going to the gym and walking on the treadmill or or jogging on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day at this specific time. How do I stick to the schedule? All right, I can do that after a few months. Can I 
add a little more to it? Can I change up my workout? Can I make it a little longer based on my circumstances and schedule and all the things? If I can, great. Now I'm just going to change it or I'm going to adapt and do all the things like that throughout my day and spread it out like that. You figure out your schedule. You plan it out. I know a lot of people aren't always natural planners. I'm a natural planner, so I'm good with this. People who are more spontaneous, this is something that they probably struggle with and they lack that discipline and organization. I get it. Even though I'm a natural planner, I've been there where I lack the organization and the motivation and whatever, the discipline, right? It all comes down to the discipline. Because honestly, as an adult, like especially a young adult and especially someone who's single and who is not obviously married, who's not, who hasn't settled on, doesn't have their own, you know, family, doing the things on their own, it's ultimately up to myself whether I'm going to freaking do these things or not. I can feel sorry for myself all I want and say that I'm in this rut, but ultimately it's up to me as the individual whether or not I'm going to just do it anyways and not rely on others to help encourage and motivate me because let me tell you, you are the person that you're going to stick with for the rest of your life all the time you are with yourself all the time just think about it your friends are not responsible for you. your parents are not responsible for your co-workers nobody right you are responsible for you so it's ultimately up to you whether you want to get out of the rut or not and if you actually care enough or not to get out of it because personally for me i know the reason why i've been in a rut is because i've honestly been feeling sorry for myself and when i realized it <laughs> I like got mad at myself and I laughed at myself. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you, Elise? Like, you say you want to do these things and you're not freaking doing it. What are you waiting for? You're waiting for your mom to come make you do it and tell you? Are you waiting for your your best friend to come pick you up? Like, yeah, that's cool. But none of those people are going to do anything for me. They're not going to do my job for me and my full-time job or whatever, my careers. They're not going to be the ones to build my relationship with God because that's between me and God alone. They're not going to force me to work out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they can ask, they can encourage, they can try to hold me accountable, but it's ultimately up to me if I'm going to do the actions. I can say the things, I can think the things, but if I don't act on the stuff that I'm talking about, then why does, like, why am I in this rut? It's my decision. So I think of anything, how to get out of rut is literally just wanting it more and wanting to do it so bad to the point where it's like, I want it more than I care about sleep. I want it more than I care about breathing or eating. That's how bad you want to take care of it. And if you want it that bad, you are going to do the things necessary to get everything organized into your life, to be disciplined, to be successful in every area of your life. And ultimately, I didn't learn this on my own. I, I learned this from my mentors. I've learned this from um other people whether that's online or in person and it's like every single one of those people's right it's ultimately up to you as the individual whether you really truly desire to be organized successful disciplined to have the great things and to not be in a rut and to just feel great all the time and obviously we're imperfect and things happen you're not always going to be feeling great 100% of the time of your life but if you want a great life you're the one responsible for it, right? And so if by anything I could give you, any advice out of this entire podcast episode of how to get out of a rut in any area of your life, 
is you have to make the executive decision. Is it more important to me to be successful in my career, in my in to be close to God and have a relationship in, in, with God and to have strong faith? Is it more important to me to you know, be physically fit so I can have a long life for my loved ones so I can spend it with them and to have great relationships? Are those things really important to me and more important to me than sleep, than sitting on the couch watching TV, than, um, you know, all the things that just come with laziness? Then you have your answer. Yeah, I understand. It's good to get good rest. It's good to have days off for you. Just do nothing every now and then. It's good to take a load off by watching a few shows here and there. But it's when those things start to overcome your responsibilities and turn into laziness, which in the Bible, it is wrong to be lazy. It is good to work. And I could get into that in another episode. But for the sake of time, I won't. Honestly, I think we just have to, as people, not only have people to hold us accountable, but we have to know and we have to remember who is the one that's going to actually get us out of the rut. Yes, Jesus is there to help you and help guide you, and yes, but God's not going to physically pick you up and make you, he's not going to use you as a puppet to like do your dishes and do your laundry and clean your space, your living space and clean your car and get your car fixed and do your paperwork for your job and all the things. No, he's not going to, he's not going to be like, you're, you're not going to be a puppet on strings and God's not going to be doing that with you. He gave us free will and it's up to us whether we want to take action and get out of that mindset or not. So with all of that being said, I hope you understand that this episode was not trying to mislead you or anything because in all reality, there's no secret ingredient to getting out of a rut. There's no secret ingredient to get out of laziness. There's no secret ingredient to be successful other than discipline. It's not a secret either. Being disciplined and doing what you got to do, that is the main thing when it comes to being successful in every area of your life. And like I said, you're going to have hard days. You're going to have lazy days. You're going to have days where you don't really feel like doing the things you got to do because it's okay to, to rest every now and then. It's okay to take a load off. It's okay to relax, right? But if that's 24-7, like it was for me for a while, you start to fall off and it starts to negatively affect you, if anything. So my encouragement and advice to you is work on that discipline. Start small, but act now. Because what are you waiting for? You can't wait for somebody to do it for you because they're not going to. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter no matter what your mindset is, I believe in you because I know I believe in myself to get out of it as well. And it's going to be a journey that all of us are going on. And I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you if you're a believer or not. And honestly, just good luck with your journey. And I'm just hoping for the best for you. But love you guys so much. Thanks for joining Get Real. I'm excited to talk about the next episode. Hopefully have, crossing your fingers, guest speakers on this next episode. If not, no worries. I'll get those out as soon as I can. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I really hope you related to it. 
I don't know if maybe I came off a little too aggressive or whatever because sometimes when I get passionate about a, a topic or whatever it is, I start to get really just vocal and into it. And I mean, I'm still working on myself every single day. I don't know about you, whoever's listening on the other side of this phone, if that's what you're doing, but there's a lot of areas in my life that I still need to work on. One of the things is standing up for myself in a good way and just being stern and and not rude, but you know, just really being strong in, in my, in who I am. And there's tons of things I got to work on. And I know all of us are working on one thing or another every single day. And if you're not, again, that's going to negatively impact you. And I encourage you to, no matter what, don't give up on working on yourself every day. And if you are a believer, go to God, go to God before every conversation, before every move you make, before any type of you know action that's done go to god and ask for guidance because that's the best way possible to get the best results so love you guys so much see you guys in the next episode peace out